This is Waddle and Sylvie, live from the old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. With 126 left, Houston has two timeouts. But it won't matter if they can't convert here. Mills slings it. Open is his man. It's Cooks. Improbable. Colts playing their ultra prevent defense on fourth and 20. Mills buying some time. Fires towards the end zone. And it is caught. Oh, my word. Improbable. Akins. Chicago has lost. So basically this play determines. right there. Lines up outside, comes inside, watch him over the middle. Who will pick first in the draft? Mills to the end zone, it's caught! Akins! What an incredible uh, day. There's some Aiken going on inside the Texans uh, facility right now, upstairs. Or do you not think that they really even know what's going on if you're an owner or a GM with the Texans? Like, are you just so out of touch with everything that... You probably don't even know it's Monday up there. Well, I mean, that's Down the uh, it, it, they got the the goofball out from uh, who used to be the uh, the chaplain from the Patriots, Esterby? right? Easterby, Easterby, Easterby. Jack, Jack Easterby, and then they got the the guy who is their general manager is one of the personnel guys who used to be with Belichick, right? Mick Casario is yeah, it? yeah. Casario is still there. Doesn't he? Isn't he a fairly smart guy, or is he not? Has he proven by his actions that he's not a smart I, yeah, guy? Yeah, I don't know him. I can just kind of, from a distance, look at what's going on in Texans land and come to the conclusion that that stuff ain't right going on down there. Like They've had three consecutive one-and-done coaches, right? Two. Two? Okay, it was Lovey, Cully, who was before it? Was it... Was it uh, Bill O'Brien? Okay, so yeah. Bill O'Brien was And then O'Brien got fired, I want to say, during the year and someone took over. Like, or was interim maybe, or something like that during that year. This will be their fourth coach in four years. Like, when you when you go um, that year of O'Brien, and then the Nicoli, and then Lovey, and then this next coach in four years. Where do the Arizona Cardinals rank in the, the, the stupid category? A hierarchy giving, of stupidity? Yeah, when they're, the hierarchy of NFL stupidity when they give... Their coach and their GM contract extensions through 2027 and then bounce them that year. Or does that not really, like, maybe that doesn't register there because, listen, it's the owner's money. If he wants to pay more than one person. Right. I think that just goes to show you, though, how lucrative owning an NFL franchise truly is. And even though, you know, the NFLPA is always talking about, like, that when they negotiate, they really don't know. The books aren't open to people, and they always kind of hide what money they're actually making. The fact that they're willing to eat the money for a GM and a head coach, who was a $25 million deal for Cliff Kingsbury? Well, I was going to say, together, it's probably $10 million a year for the next 23, 24, 25, 26, for the next five years. So, yeah. Isn't right? it, it's it, 50, it, it, probably 50 mil over the next five years, right? Yeah, that's a lot of money that you don't even blink at. Well, he's got to be making count against right. the cap. I no, mean, no, it doesn't no, hurt you strategically. It's just bad decision making. Right, right. Like, you mean, got fifty million to piss away. You know what's worse is when the owner doesn't make the move because he's too worried yes. that it costs him money. I agree. That's why right. I'm kind of talking this through. That right. You know, there's some stupid decisions going on down there. And as Pat Boyle was texting us, there's a tweet out that says that that 
that Kyler Murray will have a say in the next coach's hire. And PB's point was, wait a second, the guy that you just gave a $200 million contract to had had a clause in his contract to study film is actually going to be part of the decision-making process. We've had, en- like, we've had enough in town to, like... Not to, worry about everybody else. Right, right. Like, like <laughs> Tony LaRusso was hired because the owner stepped in because he wanted to make good on a decision he made 40 years ago. Jim Boylan got the job without interviewing anybody else from outside the organization. Fred Hoiberg got the job without interviewing anybody from outside the organization. So you're saying we got our own mess. Right, right. Um, how about Mark Tressman? was given the job over Bruce Arians because Bruce Arians did not want to do the mock press conference. We're still sucking on that. Yeah, I mean, like, think about all the stupid stuff the Bears have done over the years. Isn't that what Jerry Jones said? Going to suck on that all week. We get to suck on that all week. I still want to hear the glory hole comment with that. Are you not allowed to play the two together? Are you kidding hey, me? That's Jeff Meller. Well, that's that's Jeff F. and Meller in here. He doesn't follow rules. It's been three hours. Don't I thought ask he would have permission. I'm Just ask Sylvia. for forgiveness. I'm surprised we I, haven't heard it yet. I, I, I thought he would have led with that. With <laughs> a 69 dropped in there somewhere. <laughs> with Gronk. Yeah. San Francisco 69ers. No, you missed last week the Australian oh, yeah. television broadcast that called the San Francisco 49ers the San Francisco 69ers last week. Oh, so, yeah. By the way, like I, I'm saying this, before. this is a tremendous gesture, and I don't mean to make light of it. But did I read somewhere that Gronk made a very generous donation? $6,900. Yes, to Damar Hamlin's uh, GoFundMe Twitter page. <laughs> yes. Only Gronk. Only Gronk. I don't think he's the only one who does denominations of like $69. To a, 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 a that situation, only Gronk does that and everyone high fives him and giggles about it instead of going, what the F's wrong with you? The San Francisco 69ers. The best part of this whole clip, if you play it out, and I hadn't heard it before, is Instead of everyone kind of, ooh, or not addressing it, they had fun with it, didn't they? We're watching um, some footy game mm. in America, the Rams and the San Francisco 69ers play F- Whoa. some rubbish Four- game. <laughs> 40. 40. <laughs> 49ers. But that sounds much more interesting. <laughs> yes. A lot of people might pay to see them. <laughs> oh. That's what we were doing. The 49ers. That's much harder to explain to your wife. <laughs> That's yeah. how you handle a blooper. Yes, it is. You don't just all freeze and have a big, you know, horrible look on your face. And then when they use the term footy game with the 69ers, yeah. it sounds more yeah, dirty than chuckle. it really is. Yeah. That's what they call our sport. The- We're watching um, some footy game mm. in America. The Rams and the San Francisco 69ers F- play Whoa, some rubbish 40. game. <laughs> 40. 49ers. But that sounds much more interesting. Yes. A lot of people might pay to see them. That's what we were doing. The 49ers. That's much harder to explain to your wife. That's not the first time like that. that's no. something like that has happened. That's what I thought. Yeah. Like years ago, we had a clip yeah. of someone else calling him. Oh, no, no, it was disposal. the Philadelphia 69ers. Oh, that's what someone, someone said. Instead the of the 76ers. It was the somebody went, oh, instead of yes. the it's great. Um, so then Jerry Jones, yeah, saying uh, that they're not playing on Monday and that he said that they We have- get to suck on that all week. <laughs> There's only one of him. 
I think the glory hole comment got erased. Did it really? Uh, oh, yeah. And that's the reason you haven't right. played it. Of course. It's not because I'm not doing it willingly. It's because Who I can't locate it. Who would have done that? Uh, I don't think no one did it intentionally, but when you well, when you change some of your backup processes, that's a fireable, that's offense. A fireable, fireable. Yes. <laughs> that's a fireable offense. Exactly. We get stuck on that all week. That's you've got that's got to live on the internet, does that not? Jerry Jones talking about uh, the glory hole. Well, it was, it was, it am, was a reference to. I have to recovered it in the full. oil business, right? I do, from I don't, his perspective, I don't have it in short, but I've recovered it in full at least. Right. I can't tell you how many times in my life when I have had it handed to me in a lot of different ways, but I went back to work, got up on Monday morning, and there it was, glory hole, right there in the middle of it. That we get on- stuck on that all week. Was that on first take? That he, yes, he yes that? it was. Well, no, he he said it after the game in his you know press conference. No, I mean the first one about uh, the glory hole. He said it multiple times. I thought I heard Molly's so, yeah, voice. Like Molly, what, yeah. what we think of as a, as a glory hole, I think Jerry Jones is talking about oil so, yeah, springing from where correct. it comes yeah. from. I like what we're thinking about. That's better, what I'm thinking about. I think I'm thinking you know oil and wildcatting no, and no, you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I'm, we are. We get stuck on that all week. Yeah. Mel, or not all of us live in that, you know, that area, that headspace that you live in. There was quite a bit of glory going on at Soldier Field. We got to talk about that too, by the way. What's that? Uh, about uh, the Soldier Field plan that was going around. Oh yeah, that, the, that the, two the, billion dollar the, 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 project that would never cost less than ten billion and would of, never get done. Out of out of the blue yesterday, there was a video going that was circulated by the city. It was a tremendous it's, video. Look, look at our look at our plan for the new Soldier Field. We'll play you some of that coming. Here coming up. But this is uh, Marcus sent this in from uh, Twitter. Um, and there was a, a few of these going around Twitter yesterday. Uh, after the game, Zetterman was telling us about this, too, that he and his son Avery were watching the Texans win at a bar at Soldier Field. No better place to take your seven-year-old kid than a bar. I love he, it. He's nine. I want to say Avery's nine. Okay, now. that makes it legal then. <laughs> he's getting closer to, yeah. to legal, legal age. Two years closer. And by you were drinking by the time you were 11. So That's why I said it was a great move by Danny. <laughs> and, uh, and he said that this is the most excitement by far, Soldier Field. Like, I was so bored by that game. By, by the Bears game, yeah. by the way. I was just like, let's get through this. Let's lose the game. That's a, an event you go to to take your nine-year-old son and just have him experience all the cool stuff that happens in an NFL contest. You don't go yeah. there because you think you're going to have an exciting outcome. I actually think that was more boring than a preseason game. Yesterday's Bears-Vikings game could have... Because you don't even care about the performance. Like... In a preseason game for the quarter that the starters are playing, you care about their performance it was only, and you're rooting for good. This, I was like not rooting for anything good to happen. I have to admit, there were two times when I actually cared. When the ball was kicked off, I just thought to myself, let's not do anything stupid here, guys. You know, like, let's, I get it. If you're out there to play, play hard, but let's find a way to make sure that we don't ruin our draft selection. And then when they were calling timeout with four minutes and you thirty got seconds about that. they were uh, there was a fourteen point lead. What are what are we doing? We just trying to make it look good. You guys we aren't on the. Good? You guys aren't on the uh, Valus Jones train now. I was mad at him. I'm like, now you do something <laughs> good. I'm like, all this year, all those times that you drop passes, that you fumbled the football, 
Now you don't step out of bounds? You had to step out of bounds, Valus. You didn't step out of bounds? You didn't do anything dumb here? Now? Playmaker, get ready. They've got their uh, number one for next year. He may have salvaged something at the end of the year. Maybe he has built some positive uh, momentum where at least he could be a guy who could make the roster. Yes? Yeah, listen. If I mean, if he could be a difference-making return guy and a... An occasional contributor. Look, it's not what you were hoping for out of the th- a third round pick. You were hoping for more, but a guy with speed who won't fumble the ball. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, salvageable. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this is the reaction uh, of the crowd at the bars at Soldier Field during the Texans win. Come on, lover. Let's go, dude. It's a lot of people jumping up and down, yeah. going crazy in and, the bars. And guess what? It's not officially go time, but it really is go time now. Oh, like yeah. all the nonsense, all of the we're playing for you know the highest track. You've got that. It's in your back pocket. Don't want to say it's go time. Twenty four hours f- removed from that, but there will be an official. It's go time now. I don't know if it's today, tomorrow, or the next day. But 2023 will be looked at significantly different than 2022 was, at least from me. I was willing to sit and watch them struggle and do some stuff that made you vomit at times. Not literally, but figuratively. That there was a lot of things that was going on. Then you were like, this isn't good. This isn't good. This isn't good. Knowing that at the end of the year, what this rebuild was supposed to do is strip it down to the studs and give you as many assets in free agency and in the draft to build this thing back up. But as patient as I've been, as a Bears fan, that patient, that patience won't be on display in 2023. I'm not demanding a Super Bowl. What I'm hoping for and what I need to see from them is dramatic improvement and a team that is starting to build a culture. We talked about, are they building? I don't think any culture was developed out there this year. Good, bad, or indifferent. I just don't. I don't I mean. No, they play hard. I, I really do think they play hard. Okay, but 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 80%, 70% of the guys aren't even going right. to be there. Right. So the culture that was being, and, and I give the coach credit for that as well. Um, but in 2023, the bar is like, it's going to be in, an, in a significantly different place than it was in 2022. Like, there won't be any. I'm not again. I'm not expecting a Super Bowl, but like the passes are not. You're not getting finish passed. Out. You yeah. want them to finish yes. games, then, right? Yeah. I'm not expecting you to be a Super Bowl contender, but instead of not winning games in the final moments, five or six times, those games need to be won next year, especially against opponents that are comparable to who you are. Right, Marco in North Riverside. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Marco? Hey guys, you asked what uh, you know. We want polls to say about Fields, and I really want him to address it as a matter of fact situation. He's the guy. I don't want him to be wishy washy. I'm hearing this buzz about trading Fields. That's ridiculous. But if it does happen, I want it to be shocking. I want it to be something that's way out of left field. 
I don't want it to happen. I want them to trade down. I want them to get a King's ransom for the number one pick. I want them to get him some protection on the line and a stud wide receiver. It's crazy to think, but the Raiders are that type of team. Maybe it's a Devontae Adams. Maybe we stay in the top 15 with some moves and, and, and their pick. And we really become the, the bearers of the, the booty like what we did when we traded for uh, uh, the pick to move up to get Mitch, what we did when we got Cutler. I want to be the receiving end of all the good stuff because we got it. We got the number one. We got the good stuff. We have the stud quarterback. We have the franchise quarterback. Let's build around I'm, him. I, you know what? I'm going. I'm making a bumper sticker. I don't even know if it makes sense, the but bears the Bears are, are the booty. Like, I'm in. <laughs> I don't know what that means, Marco, but like it sounds really good. The Bears are the booty. I'm in. We got it, man. We got okay. the booty. Would you, uh, when Carmen and I were working uh, the week you were off, would you swap first round picks to get uh, Devontae Adams? Swap first round picks. With the Raiders. What are the Raiders picking? Seventh? Where are the Raiders? Seventh. Would you give them the one for the seventh in Devontae? I don't know how that works out on the chart, on the Jimmy Johnson chart, on the New Age charts. Um, we asked, and we also asked um, Tony Dungy. Yeah, I. Th- he said yes, he would do it if he were the Bears. I don't know if the Raiders would do it. I, I he's one. I mean, he, if he's not my favorite receiver in the league, he's one or two. Boy, that's a lot to give up for a thirty-year-old, and you got to pay him. You got money. I know. Uh, can I get something else? Like, can I get a little something on the side? A little something, you know, extra for the effort? It is Vegas, after all. Right. I mean, like, I'm getting Devontae. And what number pick? Seven. Seven. Am I stupid to say, yeah, I would I mean, consider that great line, You still get an offensive lineman there. Yeah. You're still going to get a really good offensive lineman. I, it's, like, he was ridiculously good this year. Yes. We've talked about. What like, did you tra- say? I, I I said yes. Yeah, I th- I think I, I mean I would. it depends what 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 else other teams are willing to give you as far as draft capital. Yeah, you may find someone that's, you know, I mean, listen, the 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 other side of this conversation is just be good at your job and go find the next Devontae. Adams. I know, but it takes the bus factor. I get out. it. I totally get it. But it also takes you know a lot of the the wide receivers start getting bad at that age. Yeah. Where, where, like, well, what ends up happening is, is, is like, look at DeAndre Hopkins. You start to lose a little bit of of gas in in the end. And injuries start happening. Uh, Colton in Tallahassee here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Colton? What's up, guys? Uh, I had a couple things. Uh, Yesterday was probably the best day uh, I've had as a Bears fan, probably since like uh, the 2006 uh, NC Championship. What about eighteen? I mean, there were some great days in eighteen. It's 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 up there, um, and um, I think um, you guys said uh, yesterday could be a top twenty-five in Chicago. Did sports. you just bore? Uh, did you like Cole? Did you just did you just yawn at us? Like, come on! Sorry, I've had, I've had a long, long day. day. Okay, um, that's good. I know it's an you know, an, it's an involuntary action, physical action, right? Yeah, um, but I think uh, Ooh, yeah, we can look at <laughs> we can look at yesterday and the next couple of years, and if we see a lot of success for the next few years, we can look at yesterday 
and the drafting of uh, Justin Fields is the reason why. And I also had one other thing for uh, to Waddle. Um, yeah, what you got? Um, my my dad, his name's Stacy Long. He was drafted by the Bears in '91. He medically retired a year later. I, I was wondering if yeah. you remember being teammates with him. Offensive or defensive lineman? Offensive tackle. Yes, from Clemson. Am I? I'm looking. I'm thinking of someone with really long hair. Did your dad have long hair when he was coming out of school? He had a, he had a, he had a mullet. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how he and I kind of yeah, connected. Mullen I'm sure. stick together. Yeah, that's right. We had a lot of Clemson guys. Uh, we had Donnell Wolford, obviously, and uh, James Coley. Our tight end was from Clemson. Good times, Cole. Yeah, and uh, the fridge. And the fridge obviously was from there as well. Awesome. Hey, get some rest, Colton. Will you? <laughs> I, I will. All right, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Was that the first time someone's yawned on the air? Probably not. During not the middle of a call? No. no, I know people listen and they yawn and we put them to sleep. But was that the first time in mid-call someone has yawned? May may have been. <laughs> like, Or at the very least, you stop talking to yawn and then you start right. talking again. He just kept talking through his yawn. <sighs> How about that? I mean, I like I, I remember the mullet. His dad's That's mullet. That's good, good recall by you. Not bad for a guy. No, really good. Said. And there are certain times where you will flex your memory, where you will flex it like a bodybuilder, and and you will show it off. Like, the, and then there are other times where it's just gone. I don't even know you, and you will won't remember anything, and you will say the same thing to yeah. me, like you said two days ago, yeah. like it's a new thing today. And I was like, you just told me that two days ago. Stacy Long was an eleventh round draft pick in nineteen ninety one. Same same draft. Another Clemson guy, Chris Gardaki, was taken in the third round. Those were when they, there were twelve rounds in the draft, right? Amen. Yeah, yes. and you weren't drafted in any of them. None of them. We had. How about this draft in '91? Stan Thomas, number one draft pick. Ugh. Chris Zorich was a number or second round pick from Notre Dame. Yeah. This was a great guy. Chris Gardaki. We spent a third round pick on Chris. Chris was a fantastic. He was punter. a good punter. He was great. Joe Johnson was a defensive back from North Carolina Good State. Good shooter. Didn't make the team. Anthony Morgan, wide receiver from Tennessee. Great uh, speed, but uh, had some, some leg issues at times. Darren Lewis was a good running back yeah, from Texas third down back. I believe he's currently incarcerated. Okay. Uh, Paul Justin, quarterback from Arizona State. Local guy as well. Larry Horton in the eighth round. Never Made it. Got some gas stations. Mike Stonebreaker, remember the linebacker from Another Notre, Notre Dame? Notre Dame guy. Tom Backus, a defensive end. Stacy Long, a guard. And John Cook, a defensive tackle. If Ryan Poles has a draft like that, he's we're screwed. In trouble. Yeah, we're in trouble. That better not happen. We're in trouble at that point. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. This the city all of a sudden decided to, on the last day of the season to come out with a little sizzle on their uh, video of the new Soldier Field without the Bears even knowing. This is like this is like just a bad relationship, and they're trying to get their ex back. The city. And they uh, brought out a legendary newscaster to voice it over. We'll uh, play you some of the best stuff from it coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Can I kick it? 
some stuff that does translate. It's been going around Twitter. I'll uh, tweet out the entire. It's called Reimagine Soldier Field. And we know uh, they've been now Mayor Lightfoot after, you know, ripping the Bears for so long. They were ghosting the Bears, too. NBC, um, before the holidays, actually did like an NBC Investigates report of when they they got all the emails. How do how what is it? Because of um, they're able to for public records, they're able to request the emails. How, how do they gain access from this? Yeah, I, FOIA. Yeah, I think anyone can Act. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I guess yes, anyone can. Have, uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I was looking for. So they recently did a report where again. The Bears numerous times went to the city in years past. And you know me. I have ripped the way the Bears have done business. Like mom, pop. They built a bad stadium. Um, They have not had success on the football field. Bad, bad, bad. Bad, bad, bad. I will defend the Bears here. Numerous times they have gone to the city and they said, whether it's with gambling, they wanted a, a gambling lounge in Soldier Field. And the city ghosted them. They would email the city, the point person that represents the city, and they would get no response from the city. Ted would double back based on this report from NBC and say, circling back to this, this is urgent. The, 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 the season starts soon. We need answers on this. We're behind the eight ball. The league and every team has some sort of a gambling partnership. Wrigley has this. The Sox have this. We need this. By the way, it would be beneficial for the city as well with tax revenue. Exactly. And that's what they would try to sell. And the city would ghost them. They wouldn't even respond. The the Bears would reach out to the city and they would say, hey, um, we have numerous seats and numerous complaints from season ticket holders that we have rotted seats in the 400 level. We have seats that are not operable, that don't work right. We need them fixed. And the relationship was bad where they were being ghosted. Crickets. Crickets. So, like, for 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 many months, many years, like, this was a bad relationship that needed a divorce. And then now that the Bears have basically moved out, like... Oh, the a married a, couple. Yeah, they got a hottie on their arm. Yeah, now that they're engaged with their new... Successful. Their, yeah, their new partner. Very attractive partner. Now all of a sudden, the city's like, I want you back. Where'd you go? I miss you. I miss your smell. I miss your musk. I miss you. I miss you so much. Why aren't you here anymore? Well, because you treated me like crap. Yeah, for, you wouldn't come home four nights a week. You made fun of me. You yeah. wouldn't answer my emails. You wouldn't answer Stayed my out. phone calls. You're at the bars. You didn't take me seriously. You went on vacations without me. You didn't he- listen to my needs and my wants. None of it. And now, now all of a sudden, they're acting like, well, I have all these great ideas. Yeah. I have all these I. That cool boyfriend or girlfriend you were hanging out with doesn't want you anymore. Now you want me? No, thanks. This is pure silliness. You know what I'm doing? I'm going to Arlington Heights for fun. It's pure silliness. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to pack up and go to Arlington Heights. They're happily, 
they just yeah they have they have this new house in the suburbs yeah. with their new partner and they're they 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 have hopefully a brand new partnership and now the city's jealous because they didn't take their wants seriously before because so the, they didn't think they had anywhere to go so the city just sent them a facebook video of the good times <laughs> what could be or what could be what yes could be? they're like we could go on a cruise together <laughs> look at the pamphlet look at the video right. it's a carnival fun ship <laughs> let's let's go take a cruise together this could we could rework our uh our relationship we could have so many it's got a water slide it's got a casino who dis so this this is a, and you had a good idea for this with Bill Curtis, who's a legendary uh, newscaster and play town. a part of this, and then a part of Anchorman, and then a part of this, and then a part of Anchorman. It's the same voice, selling you same dreams. Chicago, the model of a world class city, a city defined by its iconic architecture and world renowned civic places, places like. Soldier Field. For nearly a century, it has been the icon on Chicago's lakefront. While other cities have erased these landmarks from their urban landscape, Chicago is on the verge of transforming one of our most storied civic assets into the very definition of the next generation of sports and entertainment venues. How do we get there? by reimagining Soldier Field in a way that addresses all of the emerging trends that tomorrow's fans will demand. Transit access is key. One Central brings together all modes of regional transit. CTA, Metra, Amtrak, and the new Shyline Central Area Circulator System in a safe and secure pedestrian environment on par with the very best international transit stations. Upon arrival, you ascend into the most dynamic entertainment district anywhere on the globe. An immersive fan experience built around six themed attractions that represent the best of Chicago. Ignore the crappy. This is where we raise the bar on what urban entertainment means for tomorrow's fan and tourists. So it goes on for like six minutes. And, and like the video does look awesome. It looks fantastic. And where is your level of of realistic whatever expectation that that pr- what was the price tag for that that someone was floating? Two point two million dollar renovation billion, or, yeah. or billion of was that just the stadium or was all of this ans- ancillary stuff as well? You're gonna trust this city? No. To execute that plan? No. On pay or on video, it looked really cool. Oh, if this was six years ago and they would have given me this video before, like, Arlington Heights was a possibility, I would have gone from six to midnight. And I would have been like, oh, look at this thing. Like, and, and they're, like, pitching. I was telling Keith Williams, who is not from here, he grew up uh, in the suburbs of New York, and he has worked uh, in, in Madison before this. Uh, and so he's a new Chicago resident. I was telling him for 25 years, from Mayor Daley uh, to Rom to now, they've been talking about getting just a train line from Block 37 here, right, right here, to the to O'Hare Airport. All they want, like an express train from downtown to O'Hare without a stop. For like 30 years, they've talked about just building a simple 
train line that they can't get done to O'Hare Airport. And they can't, it's not even close. And now they're telling me not only are they going to get uh, at Soldier Field this domed stadium and they're going to enclose this entire stadium, but now they're going to get the L, the Metro Line, the Shy Line all running underneath Soldier Field together. Of course. Yes. Again, it was like a futuristic. It, you know what? It was either Anchorman to me or what's the dinosaur movie? Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, when yeah. you go on the uh, tour and they tell you all of the things that are going to happen. Next thing you know, a dinosaur is ripping your head off. <laughs> like that's what's going to happen. Next thing, oh, yeah, this is great. Next thing you know, uh, this will be done in 2095. And uh, we're like $14 trillion over budget. And again, the only reason they're doing it is because they cheated on the bears and they they kicked them out of the house. Right. They're trying to make it look like they're 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 going down with a fight. The truth is they they didn't have to make this a fight. They could have worked with the bears years ago, but now it's over for them. And all this is is smoke and mirrors. It, it, like, it, it's a wonderful video, and I'm not. And the production of it, I thought, was very cool. But like this is this also probably cost a fairly pretty penny. I don't know how much it costs. I wouldn't think that these things are cheap to put together. Like, really, that's what you're spending your money on now? Well, I mean, look, like you, all of you, it doesn't make any sense. You do have to find a way to make Soldier Field a place where you, you you have to find a future tenant for soldier don't you i mean you got to do something with it okay put that plan into place and invite another nfl team in have the white Sox move there really well, if you can make it a place where you could have all these train lines go, the shy line. Well, the field is dirt anyway, so you could the infield's there. No, I'm joking. Actually, the, the turf is better these days. How many does Soldier Field hold? 60-some. I mean, 11,000 fans. 11,000 fans at Soldier Field. Oh, yeah. See, the echo in there would See, be this is that came incredible. from a Sox fan. Let the record show that that came from a Sox fan. I'm just spitting truth here, man. They, it would do a lot better if you if you would renovate a place like that, and you, now, you're closer listen, to the city. There were a lot of cool, um, there were a lot of cool, uh, uh, whatever illustrations in that, whatever you call them, and the big picture conversation sounds great. Like how much much of what was proposed there? Do you look at it and go, okay, yeah, that's really doable, or yeah, that's like that was just was that just a fantasy? Yeah, I think that was basically a movie. Like okay, you said, right. I think that was how much, like how much Disney... of that is actually doable. That was Jurassic Park. It was a Jurassic what Park. What was movie. the last big thing they've done here? What was the last big thing Chicago that we've done? There's a giant bean over there. Millennium Park. The parks renovation that the city did back was it like 14, 15? Like with their plan, and now it was Rom, it was a different imagination. Uh, uh, it was a different administration. When we tried to recruit the Olympics, they wanted to do a blow-up stadium in Washington Park. Remember that plan? We're going to blow up a stadium. By that, I mean it was a temporarily opening 
opening ceremony stadium. We're not, we're not, we're not equipped for this stuff. No, we're not. No, no. We don't have the money. We don't have the... Don't we have a, a NASCAR race coming on, like a street race yeah, coming yeah, here? That's, probably, that's, probably, that's probably not going to go well. I, I wish them all the best. But I mean, Soldier Field coast NASCAR. Could, could they put a NASCAR track for Soldier Field? Yeah, Soldier Motor Speedway. Yes, just, there you go. It's going to be a boat race then. I can't take them seriously because they did not want to play ball with the Bears when it was time to play ball. Yeah. The game is over, and now they're ready to play ball. Like, that, that to me... It, it, you have automatically lost all credibility. Like was now, there any talk about access? I know the train line's coming in and all that stuff, but what about the shot line? Yeah. Are you okay. going to take the shot line? Um, I, I would, wouldn't be opposed to it if it was easy to get on. Can I get on it someplace close? Where's it going? I don't know. It's this mythical it's the shy station? Line. Shy line. The, uh, ba- the Bears filed for divorce, and now the city of Chicago is posting sexy photos on Instagram. That's what this is. Yeah, basically. I mean, like, they're even, like... Yeah, but they're not I even, the like, they're super imposed. Well, no, they're, yeah. they're using filters. Yes. There's no oh, doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. big There's a lot trap. of filters yeah. That's like, yes. out there. Yes. Like, this is the moonlighting filter back in the day. It's like right? they're, they're trying to catfish their old partner. Yeah. Like, they're not even using real pictures of themselves. No. They're, like... Wait a second. That's, that's not Pam you. Anderson in her head. Yeah, that's not, not you. Deep fakes. These are deep fakes. Good call. Deep fakes. <laughs> hey, right now we're giving away. This is great. It's National Pizza Week, and we have a great partnership, as you know, with Connie's Frozen Pizza. We're giving away five free Connie's Frozen Pizzas every day this week for National Pizza Week. Be caller 20 right now. And you will win five free Connie's frozen pizza. And how about this? Not only will you win five free Connie's frozen pizza, all five winners this week will also be qualified and be put into the hopper for a chance to win a pizza oven, a pizza cutter, and 20 more Connie's Frozen Pizza. This is all thanks to our great friends and partners at Connie's Frozen Pizza. They're simply the best. They love you guys. You should go pick up some Connie's Frozen Pizza today. And by the way, there's a Connie's Frozen Pizza sale going on right now at Mariano's, $6.99 this week. So it's a great deal. deal. Yeah, it's a great deal. So check it out now. Uh, We've got five Connie's Frozen Pizzas free for caller 20 at 312 332. Three seven seven six. Uh, we've got uh, words of encouragement for a big friend of the show coming up next. Guys, we all know Connie's Pizza. If you're from here, you know. And uh, they started in 1963, and now they make an outstanding frozen pizza. Connie's known for their signature ingredients. Their tomato sauce, their creamy blend of 100% real mozzarella. Plus, the ingredients and their classic thin crust are all natural. It means no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. You can find Connie's in a variety of crust options from their famous cornmeal-dusted thin crust, which we absolutely love. We make it in the old National Bank studio to their microwavable single-serve offering, which is perfect for my kids, and their new crispy-on-the-outside, soft and airy inside 
pizzeria-style crust. Connie's has something for everyone. I want you to go to Mariano's, where they've got that special for $6.99. It's also available in Costco, Jewel Osco, Meyer, uh, Connie's Frozen Pizza. You're absolutely going to love it like Waddle and I do. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. So two and two. The stretch by Hendricks. Here it comes. Popped him up. Down the third base line goes Zavala. Moncada's going to call him off in foul territory. He's got it, and the White Sox win. Yeah, one of the uh, great guys on the White Sox, one of the great players on the White Sox. The news was released publicly uh, yesterday by the White Sox and by Liam Hendricks himself on uh, Instagram that uh, he will start treatment for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And uh, this will be the biggest save of his life. And there is no doubt in my mind that he will have this yeah. save. And that this will be uh, a save that he will make. And um, I think we'll- you've said it in the past quite a bit that, that your attitude and your approach to this type of fight means so much. Yes, yes. I'm a huge believer in that. And Liam has always talked about that, too, um, re- re- regarding the attitude, regarding the mental phase. Uh, and I, I did a lot of research on this, that if the mind is healthy, the body will follow. Right. Like, and I, I, I truly believe that. And you speak from experience. And I truly believe that you get sick if your mind isn't healthy. I, I truly believe your body breaks down if your mind is all discombobulated. And if you're not right mentally, that your body, your physical health is more likely to break down if you're not right mentally. And if you're battling a lot of issues. And I wasn't in a good place before I was diagnosed either with a lot of issues going on in my life. Um, and I, I still... And I, I talk about the importance of mental health uh, all the time to begin with. But I, I do believe that especially when you fight, when you go with chemotherapy and all those drugs are super, super important. But um, with me getting the treatment and whether it was meditation, whether it was acupuncture, um, getting everything lined up to go as well as possible. And like I always I, I told people and everyone's different. Um, and a lot of people will say, this is terrible news, this is awful, and it's never good. Right. Never hearing the cancer diagnosis is, is is never good. But again, like I always say, come at him if you ever run into him in a good way. Like, you got this instead of saying, hey, I'm sorry. Right. No one with cancer ever wants to hear, I'm sorry. You want to hear, you've got the strength, I'm with you. Like, Whatever you need. You want to be encouraged. Encouraged, not discouraged, or brought down. So with Liam Hendricks, there's no doubt with his positive mindset and the type of person that he is, that he will beat this and that there will be a day, mark this down today, on uh, January 9th, that he will receive a standing ovation in 2023 when he will climb atop that mound at uh, Guaranteed Rate Field. And get back to work. And and get back to work. This year, that, that Liam Hendricks will do this, and he will win the battle. And we will, we all stand behind Liam Hendricks. Certainly wish him the best, for sure. So, we're all with him. Yes. Cubs fans, Sox fans, 
all of Chicago. We unite in, in the real fight. That's sports, and this is the real fight as we all stand behind a real good guy in Liam Hendricks. Amen. So, all right, tomorrow's going to be an interesting day, Waddle. We've got Ryan Poles speaking at 1030. Yes. What do you believe? Do you believe? More of the same. More of the same. Do you believe he will stand up and he will give you a a big encouraging? I don't think it will be quite as, I don't know, satisfying as maybe some want. But I think he'll play his cards close to the vest while also telling you good things about his young quarterback. I think that, listen, I mean, again, I think there's going to be plenty of of leverage attached to the number one overall selection, but the poker that he plays may enhance that leverage a little bit, and maybe he will access some of that, you know, that poker face. But I think that you'll hear him say some very nice things about the young quarterback. I do. I agree. I think he's going to to say, we like Justin, we we love his growth, Um, we love a lot of things about Justin Fields, it is up to us. And to do the due diligence and to look at everything that yeah. this organization needs, and we are not ruling anything out. I would, as you and I have said quite a bit over the course of time, follow his actions more than his words. And I think that's a pretty solid, you know, bit of advice for all of these these sports leaders. So I, I don't know exactly what it is. I think you'll get some, you know, you'll get some positive remarks. But I do think that. What we've seen from him in the past, right, is, is that he plays his cards pretty close. My guess is he'll do the same tomorrow. All right, so uh, Black was on earlier, and obviously Abdallah is still out. Um, so in for Black and Abdallah, we've got Meller and Tyler. So if you want to continue to react to uh, all the things that happened yesterday, 312-332-3776. That's the number to talk to the guys. Can't wait to listen to them. Thank you to them. And uh, also, we've got the national championship game coming up at 630. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Monday night.